right, we're live. It's really loud, my headphones, and I can hear the, the reverb back, whatever. All right, anyways, it's January 23rd. Welcome to Unfiltered and Unedited with Kevin. Um, just like the title suggests, this podcast is unfiltered and unedited, and I'm going to swear, and you might hear me say I'm a billion times, and I don't fucking care. Um, get over it if my opinions offend you. Cool, they're my opinions. Um, if you want more on why I don't give a shit, you can go listen, um, to my podcast from a couple of days ago where I talk about, um, not caring about what other people think because everybody's going to have an opinion and not everybody's going to like your opinions and not everybody's going to agree with your opinions and you probably don't agree with everybody else's opinions. So they probably hate you for that and you hate them for hating your opinions and fuck it. We all hate each other. No, spread some love. Um, okay, sit back, relax, listen. Um, the topics we're going to talk about today, we're going to go into asking for help. Um, we're going to talk about the power of saying no. We're going to talk about researching yourself, uh, the art of responsibly relaxing, and training animals and the power of trust. So we've also got my, my beautiful wife uh, at, the, at the table with us, Sam. Um, you might hear her from time to time laugh or spill some soup on her. Um, she's reading about, what are you reading about? End of food, so it's eco-nutrition. Eco-nutrition. All, the, all the, uh, the hard metals that you don't want in your body and how fucked up the animal agriculture system is and if you want more about that you can go to her instagram page which is holistic the other one fit vegan chick fit underscore vegan dot chick um on instagram and she posts amazing articles and insightful pictures and lovely memes occasionally and lots of pregnancy stuff. You can you can follow along our pregnancy journey on her Instagram because um, I I don't post our pregnancy stories. <laughs> that sounds so bad to say. Um, it, it, Instagram is just not something I've really mastered yet. Um, so like, anyways, let's let's continue asking for help. So. This is something that I really struggle with. Um, it's something I'm trying to get better at um, because I don't fucking know everything. Um, and I'm kind of starting to realize that, that there's so many things that I want to do and I just haven't been on this earth long enough to understand how to do half of them. So what do I do? I find, I find people that have done it. Um, I find mentors. I find... Um, YouTube videos, I go on Reddit, I go on, I talk to people. Um, the great thing about my job is, as a personal trainer is I'm able to pick all my clients' brains. I'm able to figure out exactly, okay, what made them successful? Why can they, why can they afford training and work five hours a day? Why can they go on vacation three months out of the year? Um, just shit like that, you know? Um... What I'm trying to say is don't be afraid to ask for help. There, there's, you can ask for help on how to, how to succeed in business, how to succeed in life. 
the big thing um, that really stuck with me was asking for help around the house. Um, and Sam is is an angel when it comes to this kind of stuff. Um, because I think the biggest the biggest argument one of the biggest arguments we've kind of we've kind of gotten into is um, me not communicating. And it, and it's not because I don't want to communicate. I think it's more that I don't. I think I can do it all. Um, I'm under the impression like my dad is very hardworking man, um, and growing up. He, it it just always seemed like he had everything figured out. He had everything under control. Um, maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. I don't really know because um, we don't talk about that stuff. We talk we talk about other stuff, life and um, goals. And uh, right now, I've got a got a rental property that might go somewhere. We 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 haven't quite figured that out yet. Um, that's okay, but. I'm asking him for help. I'm asking Sam for help around the house, and it took me what the better part of two years to figure that one out. Um, but we're good now. As long as there's communication there, we're good. Ask for help. People want to help you. Accept help when people offer it. Because um, I'm under the impression that people generally want to help when they ask. Um, or what? Yeah. Um, okay. Moving on. I, I think I hammered that one home. Um, the power of saying no. Um, success comes from saying no. Success does not come from saying yes. If you say yes to everything, um, then you're fucked. You can't do everything. Even if you try, you can't do everything. So when you say no... What that means is you're saying yes to what you actually want. Um, and when you say yes, that means you're saying no to a bunch of other things. And you need to make sure that what you're saying yes to is what you actually want to do. And what you're saying no to, you really could give two fucking shits about. Um, just make sure that that is clear. And the only way to make sure that that is clear is to really sit down and figure out, okay, what the fuck do I want? Um, maybe that involves making a flowchart. Maybe that involves meditating for a week straight in the dark with no food, no water, and shitting your pants. I don't know. Some people are fucking crazy like that. Um, but you, you have to say no. You have to be very selective of where you spend your time, where you spend your resources, where you spend your mind space. Because if you start to take on too much, I guarantee you, you're, you're going to crash. You're going you're gonna to get to one day and you're going to go, I have to do this, I have to do this, I have to do this, I have to do this. What the fuck is actually important? Plan that shit out um, and really discover what, what you actually want to say yes to. And then just say fuck it to everything else. Um, okay, so, again, fucking hammer that into the ground. Okay, researching yourself. Yeah, bang, bang, bang. Um, re researching yourself. So, this is a big one for me because I've never really researched myself. I research everybody else. I, I, I try to figure out everybody else's problems. As a personal trainer, that's kind of what you do. You figure out what everybody else's problems are and how to solve them. Um, I'm not always the best at that either. Um, I've failed 
before trying to trying to find shit and you know what then then i ask for help i go hey um kyle jess um whoever on my on, on my amazing personal training team i go hey this is this is something my client's experiencing um what are you, what are your thoughts right um and that that's really powerful i think that's a big a big step in kind of throwing your ego out of the way I'm getting so off topic. We're talking about researching yourself, not other people. Okay, so back to researching yourself. Everybody's got shit going on. You have to figure out what your shit is. Um, Because if you don't know what your shit is, what are you doing? Um, Figure out what your shit is, whether it be an injury, whether it be mental cognition, whether it be you suck at cooking. Figure out what that is, what you what you want to work on, what you have a huge passion about. Start to research it. Start to figure out how you how you make it better. Um, I can I can tell you from Sam's experience, researching herself made meant nutrition. Um, she's she's walked away for a little bit. She's getting her prenatals. She's okay at taking them. She's good at taking them by the end of the day, but she's not always. Sometimes it's at 12 at night, and, and then she goes, you know what? I'm still within the 24-hour range. Get me a donut. I need some food to eat with this prenatal. <coughs> so so back, back to Sam and nutrition. Um, Sam, do you mind me sharing your story a little bit? Okay. Um, so Sam was slightly overweight, had a bunch of allergies and really didn't know what was going on. So what she did was she started doing, doing some research into the benefits of giving up dairy and giving up, um, certain foods. And so she did that and she started to lose weight and she started to go more and more down this, this, this road of getting rid of foods that didn't make sense for her body. So the first thing was dairy, and she found out that, um, you know what, we're going to save that for another time. Um, but but it ended up she went vegan, and she got – how much weight did you lose? 40 pounds, um, which is incredible. Um, without the aid of help, it was, it was kind of all done through you. Um, and I have, I have a similar story. I mean, mine was a little less healthy. I, get, I just gave up carbs and ate a ton of other crap and ran into a bunch of injuries. So, I mean, but, that, but then you learn, right? You, re, you research, okay, did I do this right? Can I do this better? Um, and what I, what I found out was, yes, I can do this better. I can, I can coach my clients to, to be better or do it in a healthier way than I did. Um, and now, I mean, I'm slowly implementing that into my, my own workout routine and taking my nutrition a little more seriously. Um, I've been vegan for about two years now um, with Sam's amazing guidance. Um, and I don't think I thank her enough for that. Um, but I feel better. My joints feel better. My digestion is better. Um, I'm, I'm not trying to push a... A vegan diet on anybody um, but I highly recommend it um, as it's the most sustainable for the environment and this fucked up world we live in um, it's the best for your body especially if you can eat as non-gmo and 
as organic as possible with all the the crap in our food these days. Um, again, we'll we'll get more into that eventually. Me and Sam are going to do a, a nutrition podcast one day, um, hopefully soon, because it, it's something we're both really passionate about. Um, so going back to researching yourself, um, I started, th- this is going to be a tough topic for me and I might tear up a little bit. Um, ever since college, I kind of went off on my own. I always kind of felt like a loner. Um, and I think a lot of mental health started to stem from that. Um, and I had, I, I was never clinically, um, clinically dosed is that the clinically diagnosed clinically diagnosed with depression or anxiety and i've never taken medication for it except for a little happy grass every now and again um that's my own doing um again i don't i don't um recommend it i don't endorse it but if it works for you hey it works for you um so researching yourself. So recently I actually started researching mental health and finding support groups and whatnot. And I, I took a test online and I was like, am I depressed? And you answer these, these seven questions and then it goes, Hey, you, you might be depressed. Here's a, here's a hotline to call. And I was like, fuck, I don't want to talk to a hotline. I don't feel like I'm that depressed, but then like, then it just comes in waves and you have, you have, spurts of great weeks and you have spurts of bad weeks and spurts of good months and bad months and it's it's a roller coaster um right now right now i'm I'm doing pretty good i mean this is the first time i've really kind of talked openly about this um and maybe that that stems from the conversation i had with my brother yesterday um but i've I've had suicidal thoughts. I've had, um, and, that, and that's really hard to admit. Um, but you, you starting to research and and figuring out the support that's out there on on Reddit, on Facebook, talking to friends, talking to loved ones. People are out there to help you. Um, that's really what I want to get through in this podcast is is the importance of mental health and I hope that the the strategies and tactics that I use to help me in my everyday life start to benefit other people um, and it was the, the microphone I'm playing with the microphone because I can't keep my hands still um, yeah, so so I did a lot of research into mental health and into my brain injury from when I was really young, um, and what I what I found and and the research is still kind of out on this, but that when you have depression and or anxiety, what your brain starts to do is produce thicker gray matter. If you don't know what gray matter is, it's kind of like a membrane that surrounds the brain. Um, and from what I understand, the more gray matter you have, the the cloudier um, kind of your cognition becomes or your thought process becomes. 
Sam's kind of looking at me strange. I feel like she has something to say. Gray matter is like on it, the nerve system. Yeah, but yeah. It, it it surrounds the brain almost like a membrane, right? Mm, it can. Ish, ish. Cool. So I don't know anything about gray matter, but research it. <laughs> um, maybe I should have done this first. Uh, but but regardless, what when you have thicker brain matter, there's either a correlation or a causation between depression and anxiety. Um, when you have depression or anxiety, what's affected can be your executive functions um, or when you have thicker gray matter. And so there, there's a lot of correlation I feel here. Um, but through my brain injury, what I, what I know that the doctors have told me is that my executive functioning is modified. It's, it's, it's hindered um, more or less. So my, my goal is to start to develop better habits around how to build better executive functioning. And that involves things like goal setting and planning and memory and um, just everything kind of along that, that process. What I, what I actually started doing was playing on this app called Lumosity. Um, and if you haven't tried Lumosity, you can get, free, you can get a free trial um, and it's, who is it? I don't know who this is. Whatever. I'm in the middle of the podcast. It's not important. Um, I get distracted very easily. That's another thing that comes along with, uh, executive functioning is it's hard to really stay on one task. So I'm sure if I talk to somebody, they might diagnose me with ADHD or something like that. Um, in the words of, uh, I can't remember his name from Fast and the Furious. He goes, they 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 um, they diagnosed me with the attention deficit disorder high dis shit. <laughs> um, but it, but but if you get my reference, it's the guy that went to MIT and got dropped out, or he he dropped out, or he could have gone to MIT, and then he he was the one that got shot at the end of the movie, um, in the very first Fast and Furious movie. So if you haven't seen the first one, you're planning on it. I'm sorry I ruined it, but he dies. Um, moving on. Research yourself. Um, I can't, I, his name's on the tip of my tongue. She's going to research it. She's going to jump on IMDb and we'll get back to you. Okay. So next, the art of responsibly relaxing. And this is a big one, again, that me and Sam can get into arguments about. Um the art of responsibly relaxing. I think relaxation is very important. That being said, you need to have times designated for relaxing where you can just turn off. And this is a big thing amongst some of the most successful people that I know. Um, Jesse, that's, that's his name. Chad Lind Lindbergh, Jesse um, from Fast and Furious. Anyways, back on top the art of responsibly relaxing. Um, so you, you need to set, a, set aside time to relax. Uh, the 
our our kind of rule of thumb is once nine o'clock hits, schoolwork goes away, work goes away, phones go away, computers go away, and we sit down. We'll we'll play cards or we'll watch something on Netflix. Right now we're watching Impractical Jokers, and it is fucking hilarious. So if you have Netflix and you're looking for something to watch, um, go watch it. It's about four guys, and basically they just do stupid shit in New York. Um, is that the best way to describe it? Yep. Yeah, okay. Um, but plan out your relaxation time. Put it in your calendar as an appointment with your spouse or with yourself if you don't have a spouse. Um, your Your right hand, if that's... That's what your relaxation time is. I don't judge. Um, but plan, you, you have to plan it out because if you don't plan it out, something else is going to take that spot and you're never going to get relaxation time. Um, like, that's about all I got for that. The last point I want to talk about and then we'll, we'll wrap this up so it kind of stays under 30 minutes is training animals and the power of trust. Um, for those of you that have pets... You probably know what I mean. For those of you that don't have pets, it is one of the most rewarding experiences you could have. Also, one of the most frustrating experiences you can have. Um, And why that is, is because it takes a lot of time and a lot of patience to be able to work with an animal. Now, I have not house trained an animal. I was, we'll say, lucky enough to induct three animals into into our house. Adopt, 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 induct. It's the same word. Are they they're synonyms, right? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> so, I essentially adopted three animals into our house: uh, Arthur, Mikey, and Schroeder. And Arthur and Mikey are two cats. Um, they weigh probably just about as much as our dog, Schroeder, who, who looks like a Pomeranian, but he's about the size of a, uh, what do you call it? Corgi. Corgi. Um, but learning how to, to earn Schroeder's trust is something that I'm trying to work on now. It's it's something that I, I kind of did for the first two years, but now I'm actually really focusing on it, and I probably go through almost a bag of treats every two weeks um, with how much I'm trying to work with them. And every time I come home, we go for we go outside, and I'm not going to say the W word because he'll probably get excited and think we're actually going. Um, and, then, and then working on tricks and keep it simple. You need to keep it simple and you need to keep it consistent. And that is as true as it is with animals as with anything you choose to do in your life. Um, you need to constantly be working on what it is that you want to achieve. I want to achieve a status with Schroeder where he becomes a lap dog. And I don't think he's ever been a lap dog. No, Sam's shaking her head. Um, I'm going to change that. I, I have, a, I have a, a very strong belief in my mind and I can picture Schroeder relaxing on my lap. Um, but I, he needs to be able to sense that I'm relaxed. And he needs to trust me. 
And that's, that's a huge thing because that means that you yourself need to be at peace. If you're anxious and you're on edge, they're going to sense that. And building that trust is going to be that much harder. Um, so what I'm really trying to be cognizant of is when I come home, I'm relaxed. As soon as I open that door, whatever the hell happened outside, whatever the fuck happened at work is a thing of the past. When I step through that door, I need to be in dad mode. Um, and this is something that's going to transfer over when I actually become a, a father of a, a human being. Um, and that's about four months away. So I got some work to do. Sam keeps telling me I'm going to be fine, but you, you never really know. <laughs> okay, so to recap. Uh, fuck, where'd my, my shit go? There it is. Okay, so number one, ask for help. People want to help. That's why people ask you if you need help. They're not asking to try to take advantage of you. And if they are, it sucks might happen um but just know that it might happen but just just think positively like i am a very trusting person you could probably tell me anything and i will believe you um and then again i'll tell sam something about that and then she'll go i don't know and i'll be like well i i trust this person and then we get into a good disagreement on that but it sounds like we get more disagreements than we do but I feel like we always go into into it with like good intentions, and then we come out on the other side better than ever. And then, yeah, I love you. Love you too. Cool. Um, the power of saying no. Figure out what you want to say yes to, and fuck everything else. Just say no to it. Uh, research yourself. You are the most important thing to you. Figure out what you're about research it go online find groups of like-minded individuals and have profound conversations that is my biggest piece of advice to better yourself um the art of responsibly relaxing Re schedule out your relaxation time and turn everything else off it's not fucking important relax the world is not going to end because you left your phone in the kitchen and decided to sit down with your spouse. All right? Uh, and then the last point, training animals and the power of trust. Learn to relax. Learn to, to be at peace and stay consistent. Um, okay, so ask for help. Say no. Research yourself. Responsibly relax and train animals consistently and correctly i can't remember what what the phrase was i used anyways that's uh that's the day have a great fucking night and i'll see you tomorrow <laughs>